Okay. Hold on. What? Whose job is it to introduce the show? Mine. Huh? Rema did, did you forget <laughs> the bit that we're doing? I did this last... I d oh, right. It's been a while since we started the, the episode. Okay, if if the if the sentence starts with "Did you forget?" Don't don't pass yeah, go. The answer is yes. Okay, Fair I did enough. forget the bit. Okay, <laughs> welcome back to Word of God. We're three English majors who set out to analyze supernatural. Now that it's done, to figure out what was it supposed to be, Bleh. what was it supposed to be, what's it become, and how. Uh, but this time, we're doing something a little bit different. I'm Wyatt, the old time weeaboo. My pronouns are he him. Uh, and you can follow me, uh, just going mad with power, uh, getting, putting hundreds of hours of anime on my Plex server now that I've set it up. Uh, I'm, beauty. does it go me and then Emma? I mean, yeah, you're it next. was, I think I it was supposed to, so but, I should be next. I mean, that's I not how we did it last time. Seniority. Uh, I'm Ash, the part-time weeaboo. Um, my pronouns are it, it's or vivim. Um, and you can follow me on Tumblr at the Voice of Night Vale with dashes if you want. I'm Emma, the newcomer, and my pro I use any pronouns. You can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. Right, and uh, today Hold we're on. talking about. Oh wait, what? Where can our no. lovely listeners follow oh. the show? Fuck, I don't know. You do that. You can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of God. And if you have any questions, comments, or uh, love notes that you would like to submit to us, you can do that to, through any of those vectors, as well as sending an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. Put Castiel in the subject line. This is what, this is what I get. I sh this is what I get for stealing the host is Ash reading um, everything actually, out. Actually, don't most you mean you can looking. follow us on X? Oh my god. No, no, I don't. I actually refuse <laughs> to call it by its uh, by that name. It's URL. The URL is still Twitter, right? It's still Twitter. Motherfucker should change that if he wants us to call it X. I'm still not gonna do it. He should yeah, pay like a million dollars for X.com. It takes or... you to Twitter.com. Yeah, of course. Oh, wait, he got the referral link. Why doesn't he just switch it then? Because he's a coward. Dead naming is bad that's, unless it's to dunk on Elon that's, Musk. That's right, Elon Musk. You're a coward. I said it into a microphone. Come at me, motherfucker. I'll fight you in the streets. Okay, today we're talking about Supernatural, the animation. Uh, episodes 4, 5, and 6. Um, Ghost on the Highway, Savage Blood, and Till Death Do Us Part. Um, we're starting with Ghost on the Highway. Uh, content warnings for this episode will include. Content warnings for this episode include frigid women, car crashes, barrier gaze, general discussions of queer phobia, specifically transmisogyny and its relation to transvesticism and gender nonconformity, mention of incest, beheading, bullying, bioessentialism, and a mention of teeth horror. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Um. Real quick, I guess before we before we actually start talking about this episode, how'd you? This is our first. These are this is our first batch of entirely anime originals. What'd you guys think? Well, okay, I, would, I don't know if I would say word. they're entire. One five okay, is like okay, definitely okay. bloodlust. Come on, fine remixes, whatever. The the, yes, the script is new. I mean, the okay, script is yeah. new for the other ones too. Ghost on like the, the highway is like the only completely original i do see elements of some other episodes in it of course there's elements of mm -hmm. route 666 in it like a lot yeah. Route 666 um the one with lisa cop 
The one with mm. the chick from The Exorcist. Lisa you mean? Oh. You mean? Uh, the Usual Suspects. Thank you. I don't remember her name. Okay. <laughs> um, but Savage Blood and uh, Till Death Do Us Part are like remixes of of uh, episodes. Yes. But, but they're still they're still they're still new in terms. They're new. Of There's like, a yeah. lot of new in them. Yes. Yeah. They're they're. They take more creative and, liberties than just you, adapting the episodes. I like that I asked you what you guys thought of the episodes, and instead you debated me on my initial <laughs> we got premise. We into the semantics. Yeah, l- listen, I am nothing if not argumentative. <laughs> um, Comes to the semantics or, uh, podcast. <laughs> there better not be There's any semantics. semantics in here. Did you like the fucking episodes or not? Yes! <laughs> hey, me um, too. <laughs> I, had, I had a pretty good time. I was like, wow, this is kind of a bad show, but that's okay. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, the, it's supernatural. It's bad. The, yeah, the thing is, it's. I don't think you can make a supernatural that is good unless you count our fan fiction. Uh huh. There's. There's. <laughs> what? Alex just choked on his water. <laughs> there are good episodes of Supernatural, and there are good. I thought I quite liked episode four, uh, except for some of the weirdness about it. But that's just that's that's just media in the world. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. Um, episode five was like fine. There was also stuff in it I liked, but it was a little slow. Uh, episode six I thought was great. I thought I thought um, episode six was the strongest of this run. Yeah, I didn't like the Jess characterization, but I did like the episode. Uh, Je- yeah, Jess is a real like uh perfect teammate girlfriend, which we'll talk about also. Very, to be fair, uh, they didn't have anything to go off of. It's true. Yeah, she has a backstory and like things she cares about. The like yeah, five lines that she does than have... supernatural canons, Jess, but she doesn't yeah. feel like the same Jess. She's a yeah, regular exactly. dead girlfriend rather than an extremely <laughs> bad dead girlfriend. The the few lines she does have in the pilot are very different than well, yeah. the Jess in the anime. Like she's been animeified, but yeah. that's, that's to be expected. Okay, they've animated my girl. <laughs> enough um, take her ass to the anime <laughs> okay um this is the intro to episode four three two one go one of my favorite things about working on supernatural is driving the impala in this original <laughs> anime story a ghost possesses a different chevy impala which sam and dean have to chase down and destroy as you can guess there are some pretty awesome car chases which I think you'll enjoy. Thanks, Dean. Thanks, Jensen. <laughs> did, did someone did someone join late? Yeah, I missed the first couple seconds, but it's fine. Oh, you did you did you catch the line about how his favorite part of the show is driving the Impala? He's so. <laughs> That's why I said thanks, Dean. <laughs> literally, um, literally. Brain melting out the ears. What a weirdo. Um, so, uh, Ghost on the Highway, um, written by Tatsuro Inamoto and directed by Shigi Yukimiya, um, okay, we open on a blonde woman driving down a winding mountain road that looks like somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, when suddenly, a Chevy Impala starts ramming her, driving her off the road to an untimely demise. Cut to the boys driving down a similar road, and they're pulled over and arrested by the cops because the Impala matches the description of the evil one. In the interrogation room, sorry, I mean the evil Impala, not capital E, evil, capital O-1. I don't know why that entertained, I, I thought that was funny. Uh, in the interrogation 
Rod, the chief of police, interrogates Dean for killing 36 residents of this small town. 36 people, 36 have, people died. have been run that's, off the road. That's, that's Literally, so how many people many are people. left? That's so many people for how small this town is. Um, this would be like a national news story, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, meanwhile, a fancy lad, gay-ass fanboy named Michael... <laughs> Uh, distracts his older brother, the chief of police, in order to steal the keys to the cell so he can free our boys uh, who are trying to burn their way through their cell. He gets them out, and we get some brother parallels. Uh, being cops is the family biz for Rod and Michael, who also lost their parents, and Michael is here reluctantly. Also, he flirts with them and implies he knows who the killer is. We follow Michael back in his and Rod's enormous manner, and Rod accuses him of freeing the boys. We get some interesting implications that this killer, Impala, uh, has some kind of connection to Rod and Michael, uh, and then cut to the boys driving out of town until Sam convinces them to turn back around to solve the case. But to do it, they have to paint the Impala silver, which Dean is very pissed about. They talk to Michael in a diner and get him to reluctantly help them solve this case after hinting that they're monster hunters. They take off in Michael's cop car to talk more and literally just tell him they're hunters. He doesn't believe them at first, but they get through to him, as is common in this show. So he tells them, uh, two years ago, Rod got a call at the police station about a bank robber on the run in an Impala. The cops set up a roadblock, but he blasted right through, so they chased him in their cop cars until he ran off the road. They were like, well, job's done. And so they learned that this was a totally innocent person... Uh, and the bank robber had been arrested in another town. So the entire town comes together to cover up this incident. Uh, we'll talk about this more, but this rules. This is great. This is some real, like, good supernatural ghost shit. Uh, the boys explain how to deal with the body, and Michael's gonna help them get the stuff they need. Uh, we get some comedic antics between Sam and Dean about the Impala. But then Rod pulls them over with a fucking shotgun. Michael tries to explain the situation to him, but Rod hits him with a gun and then threatens the boys at gunpoint until Rod, uh, sorry, until Michael steals it back from Rod and knocks him on his ass. Uh, but then the ghost Impala barges its way into this whole mess, making it even more complicated. Dean grabs the shotgun and shoots it with it, but that doesn't work. So Michael saves their asses by taking off in Rod's cop car and getting the Impala to chase him, which is pretty rad. The boys try to get Rod to take them to where the ghost Impala crash, but he's not budging. And then, because even in Japan, queers can't survive in Supernatural, Michael crashes and dies. The boys use this to convince Rod to take them to the body of the ghost Impala so they can burn it. But after they do that, they're still attacked by it, because the rubber of the skid mark from the crash is still on the road, which rules. Uh, so they start trying to burn the rubber, but they have to take off because the Impala is after them, leaving behind a streak of oil from their busted tank. They race to the sharp turn in the road where Michael crashed and died, and Michael's ghost car comes out of the woods, slams into the ghost Impala, and they both explode in, like, a big ghostly explosion. What an absolute king. Uh, Rod says a tearful goodbye to Michael as Carry On My Wayward Son starts to play, and Dean lights the streak of oil along the road as a farewell to him. In the denouma, Rod gives up his badge and takes the follow at them go, which, good. We end on him, like, walking along the road with his hands in his pockets like a cool anime man. The end. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so this is like, they took the racism plotline uh-huh. out of Route 666. Mm-hmm. They took the black people out of Route 666. Well, and also and the ghost into a is... trans woman... Uh-huh. Well, line instead like what so i don't know i mean i i don't as know as one possible read anyway yeah. yeah it's 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 unclear in part because okay so um let's get the elephant of michael out of the room let's talk about this first hello it's wyatt from the future 
I was displeased by not having enough time to do research in the subject that we're about to discuss, uh, so I went to uh, do some of it and supplement my own knowledge um, now here in the edit. The conversation won't have changed very much, except for uh, the additional context I'm going to provide here, rather than my rather off-the-cuff explanation to Ash and Emma. So, I am going to be quoting from and paraphrasing the book Queer Japanese by Hideko Abe, a sociolinguistics and East Asian studies professor specializing in queer linguistics in Japan, which uh, this book is fascinating. I only got to read a bit of it because uh, I have regular school and all those readings to do. Um, but if you have university access and can check this out and are curious, I highly recommend doing further reading. I'm definitely going to be keeping this PDF around uh, to read later when I have more time. Um, but anyway, so the reason this character is like this uh, in a way that is not dissimilar to the way gay men have been represented in, like, quote-unquote, the West uh, in the past, um, primarily extends from male kabuki performers uh, who dressed as women uh, and often were gay, um, or, and this is what's complicated, either were gay and were expressing their masculine gayness th through the only way they could, which was dressing up as a woman, um, or they were, were trans women, uh, who just wanted to be women. This, uh, would later become, um, what were known as Dansho, uh, which literally were male prostitutes, uh, after World War II, um, who primarily did not call themselves that. Uh, they either referred to themselves as a slur, um, which is in the same way that uh, we have various reclaim slurs here, um, is a rude thing to call somebody unless they're ha happily calling themselves that, uh, but I don't really want to say it, uh, or um, they would call themselves uh, Gorensan, uh, which means someone together, which is basically how they communicated their like community affiliation. So... Like Michael, they often referred to themselves uh, in a feminine way, like uh, calling themselves uh, Onesan, uh, which means older sister, if you happen to not know that, uh, and also frequently referring to themselves by the personal pronoun Watashi, which is seen as more feminine uh, versus uh, the one that men usually use, which is Boku. Uh, if you're any way familiar with anime, you probably recognize those two words. And then, uh, in the same style as the kabuki performers that I mentioned previously, they would frequently dress as women, which is where things get more complicated, because the social reason for that uh, was to make it clear that they were prostitutes, and many were gay men, 
who that was the only way for them to express their gayness. But also, a bunch of them were trans women. This sort of ties into how this identity became known in the, like, popular imaginary, uh, because Don Show were frequently sensationalized in the newspaper and stuff, and uh, the book quotes some uh, records of Don Show who were interviewed, um, who said straight up, I am a woman. Uh, so, you can't really get more clear than that. Doncho nowadays, though, don't really exist anymore, except for, like, some older queers that still identify with uh, that general label, or more likely, actually, the slur that I mentioned earlier. Because of the fact that most gay terminology native to Japanese uh, is kind of rude in some way, Present-day Japanese queer folk mostly just refer to themselves using English loanwords, like literally calling themselves like gay or transgender or lesbian, etc., etc. Um, so as queer Japanese talks about, queer people aren't as persecuted in Japan as they are in America. Um, there were never any, like, laws against their existence, uh, sex reassignment surgery is legal, there are lots of gay bars, there's, uh, there are far less reports of, um, gay people being harassed or assaulted compared to America, um, however, it is sort of, like, socially downplayed or disapproved of in a way that, like, often they're considered, like, jokes or sort of weird or just, like, uh, eccentrics, um, particularly on television. And, uh, yeah, uh, to quote the actual book here, Sexual minorities are stereotyped as entertainers. Curiosity is the only driving force. Sexual minorities portrayed by media are funny and entertaining, but without real voice. That's Michael just summed up perfectly right there. So yeah, this is why it's impossible to tell whether Michael is a gay man or a trans woman. Um, because he's not a real person, he's a joke. He is someone's idea of a outdated stereotype of a gay person. And uh, with that, I guess we will return to the episode. I'm curious what the subs say for the line that reads most overtly as transfeminine. Because the dub says um, uh, that Michael oh, wanted sub- to be a female cop. Yes. The sub says the same thing, except yeah, the sub says- in, in the dub... Um, Michael says, but Rod told me that I would get the crap kicked out of me. And in yes. the sub, it's, I, that would get me killed or something like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's the thing that st- stood out to me. But as far as that line goes, it's, it's pretty much identical. The sub and the yeah. dub are actually pretty similar in this episode, as opposed to, say, the, the first episode. Yeah. The, the big differences are acting choices, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about a little bit later. Um, but yeah, my, my point is, I think it's equally valid 
particularly due to the like um the fact that this is a show that takes place in America being written by Japanese people and they're also being like the sort of mishmash of culture there in terms of it it, it makes it even un- more unclear what they're trying to do I'm just giving some context based on other I I've seen this character archetype a lot mm-hmm. you know, across the uh anime I've watched and manga I've read and this is often what what I explained is often the vibe there uh, in a way that is different from being trans, but also this character may be trans or may, like may wish to be. Um, but so I, I think, yeah, That's I don't know. Interesting. I, <laughs> um, sorry. I don't think me... it's wrong to refer to Michael with he, him pronouns as I guess, because like, that's what the show does. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. And you can interpret it as like a one-off yeah. line, um, rather than like a, a certain statement about Michael's gender. Um, that's really interesting to me, because I probably have read about Show at some point during my queer theory minor, mm. um, but I had not ever heard of slash made the connection between this character archetype and that. Um, and it just, it's, it's interesting to me, the like Americanness of the discussion around this character archetype, because mm-hmm. I only ever heard of it as a transmisogynistic caricature. And I know like the the lines between like in there are really fuzzy and it like some of these characters are supposed to be trans feminine and then they're like not treated well by the narrative or things like that. The um I would not blame a trans feminine person for being yeah. uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because it does yeah. to our like American eyes, it does like I said in the chat, this has fucking rancid vibes because I thought it was going to be way worse than it was. It was really just the one-off line and then the rest of Michael's characterization. Um, But that was, like, the only sticking point. Like, that was really, like, oh, Jesus Christ, what are we in for? Mm -hmm. Um, Which I was pleasantly surprised by the fact that (laughs) it was not, like, horribly... I mean, Michael dies, but, you know, it's supernatural, so... Um, Yeah, like, they don't react... Or not much. I don't remember if they have a reaction at all. Like Michael says that both of the Winchesters are his type. Um, and they're not like weirded out about sharing a car it's with true. him. It's true. It is it is interesting that they don't freak out about that. Yeah, Michael says, you're both my type. I think you're yummy. I love that so much. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's, that's, yeah. Yeah, so f- for me personally because as i was like thinking about this throughout the day i was like how the fuck am i going to refer to this person in an audio only medium um short of literally only using their name um but i think because michael identifies himself as rod's brother and outside of the one line where he Mm -hmm. asked to be a female cop he doesn't like really express like any specific like Anything that would imply that using he, him pronouns would be misgendering. Mm -hmm. Um, So for simplicity's sake, and because it's what the text is saying, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with the route that it sounds like Wyatt is going, um, where he's just a very femme gay man, and, like, sure, maybe he wanted to transition, I don't know. And he seems disappointed about it, but... it's, It's also a thing similar to, like, dressing in drag, right? Where, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you, like... Uh, express directly as femme and like again 
Japanese doesn't have pronouns, but would refer to you, uh, re- would refer to yourself using feminine language, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that complicates gender roles in terms of like, is that when he's on the job, would he want to be like, is, would he want to, I, I got the sense that it's like, I would have more fun slash I could like play with gender more. Uh, as a female cop, because that's also like a drag thing in terms God, of like God, now I'm the imagining a drag queen cop and a cap, uh-huh. but also slay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Emma, you've been quiet. Me and Wyatt, as I have been quiet. I've been processing some thoughts because um, I'm remembering when I was um, researching some things for my GSA. Um, I was looking up. I didn't want it to be like entirely white American queer terms, right? So I was looking up like different cultures, different um, contexts, different terms, different ideas. Um, I didn't come across Doncho, but I did find um, Hijra, mm-hmm. which is like often mentioned as like an Indian, as in Southeast South Asia, India, um, like a third gender. But I've also seen sources referring to that as transmisogynistic because some Hijra or I don't know if some is right, but like at least some do prefer to be, you know, referred to as women. Um, And so there's like that overlap between how hijra are kind of um, barred from counting as women um, the way that, you know, in America or the United States. Why am I specifying? No, we can we can say America in this case. It's not like Canada and South America are exempt from this. Um, You know, like how how. in the West, trans women are also kind of not counted as women, separated from, you know, women and trans women, um, and that's without explicit misgendering. Um, and so I think there's like, a, obviously I'm saying this as a white person and someone who is not trans feminine, so obviously, you know, grain of salt what I'm saying, but I think there's like a careful line to tread mm-hmm. from especially from people who are coming outside of this culture to see it from a different perspective, to see how uh, we don't want to over-Americanize the experience and be like, well, this must be trans woman. Um, But also to consider from within that culture, but there is a possibility that some would prefer to be considered women. Um, But again, I I don't know that. So... um, just really like that mindfulness is what I think of. Like, that's why I've been quiet, I guess. No, yeah. Hydra is a, a really good example. And then to kind of, I guess, bring it home to like American queerness. I don't know if this is a good comparison, but it's the one that I thought of. It's like the overlap between butch women and trans mask people, where there's like a huge amount of overlap and blur between those two experiences. And not everyone who you know, calls themselves a bull dagger might identify as a butch woman. They might be like a he him lesbian or a trans mask person or a non-binary person. Like you can't 100% or any combination of those things. Yeah, exactly. Because like identity is blurry. Yeah. And there's not like one word to describe someone's very complex relationship with gender. Um, um, I did think when Michael first showed up on screen, I was like, oh, a woman. Yeah, no, um, me too. And then the other cop referred to Michael as sir. And I was like, wow, butch as hell. Um, I was very confused, actually. Um, and then his name turned out to be Michael. And I was like, okay, this is a GNC woman. I love this. Um, it was not, or maybe it was. Yeah. Um, I straight up until 
Michael referred to himself as Rod's brother, I thought Rod was, or I thought Michael was intended to be like a cis woman. Because in the dub, the voice actor has a, a like high kind of effeminate voice. So like, but in the, in the sub, his voice is way deep. Um, so like even just between like who, who's voicing Michael, like the way they come across when they first come on screen is totally different depending on which version you're watching. And also they have like, Michael has a very nice ass and it's always framed in the way that a woman's ass ass would be. I, I, okay. To sum things up based on how much, uh, to, to sum things up, Michael is either in, in terms of like the stereotype that is being displayed here, either a gay man and the stereotype is that all gay men are feminine and want to be women or a trans woman that is being like portrayed very badly as a, as the vibe of like in the same thing, but reversed, you know? Because mm-hmm. because because of the degree of the degree to which uh, trans women and gay men are often uh, like made to be one in the same by yeah like assholes. conflated yeah but also like by and then assholes, of course there is a, like an actual by, cultural yeah, like uh, basis for it but in terms overlap. of like yeah yeah there's no good answer sorry I mean again it it yeah in the same way that there's in the same way that gay men like to dress in drag, or, like, not all gay men, but, like, there are there are gay men who like to dress in drag in order to be, like, it's fun to mess with gender. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Michael, we're gonna call him Michael just because that's what the, we're engaging with the show where it's at, you know? Um, mm-hmm. We don't really have any great alternative? Other name, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, for their name, pronouns, I think, is, like, a personal, like, choice... I don't really want to say it like that, but like, depending on your own, the way you are choosing to interface with the character, um, like how, how you refer to him is like pretty much up to you. Um, I just find it easier to take what the show has given me and put a huge ass caveat on it. Yep. And again, Japanese doesn't have pronouns, makes it more mm-hmm. complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely doesn't help future Wyatt here uh my dumb past self meant gendered pronouns specifically Japanese does have pronouns I just talked about that earlier made that mistake once before as well okay okay so we meet let's Michael. talk about the actual episode I mean actually I mean I guess other stuff does happen before we meet Michael um but for anything we want to bother talking about uh Sam's uh, laptop is covered in stickers and I love it oh yeah it just is just like it me is. for real yeah um <laughs> And Do we ever get I, a front angle of it? I don't think so. I think we just get the one shot. Sad. Yeah, I we was should keep an eye out for his laptop in the future. Yes. Um, and then when, when Rod was like, "You're the one who killed 36 people over the past 12 months," I'm like, "Is that? Does that car look like it's killed 36 people in the last 12 months?" <laughs> I know, right? That's what I said. I don't. I don't care how good of a mechanic you got. If you're running 36 people off the road with your car. After a while, she's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> she will give up the ghost. She will not be in the perfect yeah. condition that, that she is. Well, but and, of course... And in, uh, this makes more sense later in terms of, yeah, like, exactly. yeah, everyone knows, like, they're patsies, like... Yeah. yeah. Literally he, everyone in the town knows. Yeah. Um, literally just doing something to put on the paperwork. Yeah. Very, very, like, small town, western, Which, like, vibes. 
Yeah, which which also I mean, yeah, and there's there's uh there'll be more of that in a moment. Um mm-hmm. the other thing I so this entire town like knows that it's being fucking haunted by the ghost of its crimes. Which which rules, and I kind of wish there was a little bit more of that. <laughs> yeah, like the like what degree are people in like denial about it? Because Rod's yeah, I mean, Rod's deep is, in denial. Yeah, which is also like Rod's like sort of hope here is like, well, okay, I can I can this is I have this whipping boy, this sin eater, uh, in the form of the mm-hmm. boys. Which maybe I can use to calm people down a little bit to stop them from thinking of being ghosts, but also like, yeah, they're gonna keep getting attacked. Yeah, um, I don't know what his long term plan was. Maybe yeah. just hoping that arresting someone and closing the case would like make it go away. Yeah, which sure, I admire your optimism. It's um, the most he can hope for. Yeah, which also exclude it in- uh, explains how paper fucking thin his accusations are. I was yeah. like, that is not how the law yeah. works. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's where they talk about this, because it's point. like, what are we in, some kind of Western? Yeah, it's a very big, I am the law energy. <laughs> yeah, which is an interesting sort of, like, um, the way this show being written from people from Japan looking at America is sort of fun, in terms of, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, the small town with the tyrant cop, and I'm like, yep, that's right. Yeah, well, Supernatural, the live-action show, kind of plays with the same thing sometimes, too. Yeah. A lot of the cop characters, no matter the size of the town they're in, kind of played fast and loose with the law, but that's just... Yes. <laughs> I just like the specific focus, focus on, like, what is this, a Western? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's very... They're very much pulling from that. It's great. Uh, and also they get locked in a fucking dungeon. <laughs> they do. <laughs> like old stone walls. <laughs> and Dean tries to break out with a blowtorch? Yeah, they didn't take his yeah, he's got like a, away. He's got like a fucking butane torch. Yeah, it's just, like, there's where a were guard. You there's that? like there's a cop standing guard again, like a fantasy dungeon. Um, he's like asleep. What? He stored that blowtorch the way that Jack Harkness stored that laser. <laughs> yeah. Bold of you to assume Dean Winchester would ever put anything in his asshole. Hmm. I just know him better than you. <laughs> I'm I'm going to just go ahead and point to the thousands of words we had to write before we could justify it to ourselves. In that universe. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, so, okay, now we meet Michael's ass. Yes. <laughs> Which, to be clear, the first shot of this character is his ass. Like, mm-hmm. like hip-cocked. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. It's not. It's like the second or third shot. Third shot. This is as he walks up on a cop who's reading a steamy magazine, yes. right? Yes. Well, and he flirts with this cop. I, me, I, I was wrong yeah. in my... Like, in, the whole combination, I was like, I don't think gay people exist. This must be a woman. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wrong in my, uh, in my, um, synopsis. It's not... He doesn't get the keys from Rod. He flirts with this cop, and while <laughs> fixing his tie, sneaks the keys out of his pocket. Which, smooth as hell, where did you learn that? I don't know. Yes, then we get then we get the ass and the hip cock. I love yeah. Whatever this person's gender is, it's fruity. And I love it. <laughs> like like Michael is Michael is fun. Mm-hmm. I like I like Michael. <laughs> Possibly it's, despite and, my better judgment. <laughs> well, I then this is the thing, right? This is fucking how starved we are for queer characters in media of like this is a this is a character viewed through like the dominant cultural mode of like the the specific gay stereotypes where we're like 
a gay character who's acting gay, who's acting like a like, gay a, character like a fruity like, little guy. With, with men, like, yeah. So it's like bad, but it's also sort of fun because it's like, hey, yeah. this is the character I identify with most in this show. <laughs> also, people who are like that are real and they're fun. That's true. Um, so he frees them from the prison. Um, and this is where we, um, oh, interesting. Wait, hold on. Dialogue again. So this, this, is the, this is where he talks about wanting to be a female cop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still let me be a female officer. And he says, he says, but then I thought I'd get killed. It wasn't Rod that said you'd get killed. Yeah, I couldn't remember which one it was. Um, I thought I'd get Michael killed. Michael came Don't to that conclusion that's or not. Yeah, damn. Yeah, and then the following line, I'm like, just mean? Me? Yeah. <laughs> well. <Big girl. laughs> we can just ask again. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, so, how do we feel about these parallels here, these brother parallels? Because <laughs> I was, the moment the show is doing this, I'm like, what is, what is going on here? What is the show trying Sam to say about Sam? Sam is the fruity Sam? one, clearly. Uh-huh. When, when well, he and the boys talk about this. has to be Sorry. in his mirror. When, yeah, when, when they're fighting about it, Dean says, well, obviously you're Michael. And I yes. was sure, I was sure he was going to be homophobic about it. But no, he's like, you're the youngest. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I think that was a little bit of a dodge because yeah. Michael can hear him. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Michael totally um, I did them. go a little bit crazy about Sam and Dean arguing over who has to be Michael. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Love the name choice, guys. Really good decision. Uh-huh. Yes. So that much. is really funny, isn't it? I hadn't thought about that. I love you, accidental parallels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like the specific thing about, like, oh, yeah, it's the family business, and I didn't want to mm-hmm. be here. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, audience. Yeah, is it? Is yeah, it clear we know this show mirrors? likes. We we know that this show likes mirrors. Yeah, we heard you like parallels. Why did I say it like that? We put we put a gay little guy on screen to be a parallel. <laughs> literally, literally, you cannot resist. It is impossible to not uh-huh. <laughs> put put Dean and Sam Winchester next to some gay little guys. You just can't avoid it. No. <laughs> Um, so he sends them off. We get the scene with them talking about what they know. Their house, they live in a fucking mansion. Their they house do. is insane. Michael's, like, bedroom is, like, the size of a living room dining room space. It's insane. It, it is very funny. Uh, there's a shot that shows the whole room, and you can see a plasma TV in the corner in the midst of this, like, floral wallpaper and filigreed uh framed photos and like their fancy like vase uh display case but then yeah, also the just carpet. a plasma tv yeah it's great yeah not much happens in the scene other than michael being like hey don't fucking accuse other people of your crimes yeah it was good though like there's not really much to go to like hone in on but i liked this moment as like First of all, kind of moving the plot along, but also, like, establishing this relationship a little bit more. Like, we get to see the complexities of it as, like, we move from here to the end where Michael's died. Um, I think I think it was good to include this part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sam convinces Dean to spin around, um, and this is where I'm going to talk briefly about voice acting differences and some interesting <laughs> acting choices. So I listened to this episode uh, dubbed uh, about kind of switching back and forth because I was curious. 
Um, uh, and it's Anakin Slade really is like going for a specific <laughs> version of this character that isn't actually the way the character himself is emoting. Um, yeah. In a way that's like, he just sounds so pissed. Dean sounds so pissed this whole episode. Yeah. Like, like the. Go on. Jared. Jared makes an effort to like act against like what his anime character is doing. Mm hmm. Anakin Slade, not so much. Yeah, there's a. There's a. There's more comedy happening with Dean in Japanese in this episode in terms of mm -hmm. like his delivery of like. He's really blustery. Um, he's like, well, I didn't want to go back. Like, it's not, it wasn't, I'm not going back because of you. Uh, and then later when they're talking about the car, um, he's like, he's like getting flustered. Like we, there's a, there's a bit where he's like grinning, but when, uh, Anakin Slade says the line, he's like angry. And I'm like, that's not, mm -hmm. that's not even remotely like what the character is expressing here when he's talking about his car being important to him. Yeah, I did kind of the same thing. And, and, be and because and of that different tone, this is where uh, Sam says, it's a car, like, get over yourself. And Dean goes, it's more than that. It's the closest thing I have to a girlfriend, which is a really funny it's, line it's if hilarious. he's making fun of himself, uh -huh. and a really, really funny line if he delivers it deadly serious. <laughs> so, I know, that's the thing that's, like, fucking so weird, because in Japanese, I, I'm gonna read the exchange in Japanese. Um... I'm almost here. It, this is this is ahead of it. This is like around twelve minutes. Um, Sam's like, Dean, give it a rest. We'll get we'll go get your car after we do this thing, right? And Dean goes, Damn it, man! I just can't stand imagining what those barbarians might be doing to my beloved car. And Sam says, It's not your girlfriend. And Dean says, No, she's far more than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And Sam says, that's exactly why you can't hold a relationship with a real girl. And then Dean gets all flustered and is like, don't treat me like a geek. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> and it's like, that's a more normal, like, when, when Dean himself said that car is my girlfriend, I was like, excuse me? That's not what he said. That's not, like, that's a weird, and that's not his, that's not the actor's choice there. It is a weird translation decision. Because it's not what the conversation is about. The conversation is Sam teasing Dean for treating the car like a girlfriend. So Dean just straight up saying it and admitting to it, like, seriously, is yeah, so funny. nothing. It's so good. <laughs> Literally unprompted. He's like, and I kissed that thing. Uh -huh. I'm in love with my car by Queen plays in the background. Yeah. Can you imagine if they did that? <laughs> um, also... Sorry, this is probably going back a bit. I'm kind of lost in the sauce here, but um, I love how they decide to cover the Impala in water-soluble white paint rather than, mm -hmm. I don't know, uh -huh. stealing a different car? Uh -huh. Renting a car? Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it, though. It's so funny. Like, you guys made the, like, the it's worst a good decision. Gag. It, it is really funny, like... Good Omen season two. Because, especially because, like, thing. Rod is immediately like, hey, did you see that Impala in the parking lot? How many fucking Chevrolet Impalas do you get in this town where everyone is haunted by a Chevrolet Impala, guys? Literally. I was it's like, like, no way are these boys rolling up to a town that is being haunted by a Chevrolet Impala. That's <laughs> how many of those things actually exist? I know Chuck uh, said at one point. As they're, as they're rolling up, uh, <laughs> 
because Sam's like, it's just a car. Dean's like, listen here, a car is, and he gets cut off. But it, it was like he was about to say, like, a car is a man's soul or something like that. That, that would be Dean. Uh, so they meet in a diner. Uh, there's a funny thing here of the animators being like, <gasps> cups! And just having a lot of this conversation with cups held to characters' faces so they don't have to animate the lip flaps. Mm-hmm. Listen, man. You gotta take any shortcuts. Yeah, no, exactly. Listen, I admire it. Uh, Dean has his stupid sunglasses on because they're undercover. Yeah. (laughs) And it does not work at all. No. At least Sam, like, puts his hood up like a Jedi. Dean's like, sunglasses. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, Rod notices them instantly. (laughs) Yeah. Sees two guys of a similar, like, make and model talking to Michael. Like, come on. (laughs) It's it's hard to be undercover in a small town. Yeah. I do love, though, like, when they, like, burst in and they're already gone. I love that gag just in general. Uh-huh. Is Scott here? There's a... He just left. Yeah. <laughs> the best version of that gag. There's yeah. a There's a good... There's a funny thing. Um, In the sub, the ca- like, the cops just walk up. In the dub, there is a line added in for the cops to have of one of them being like, Coffee, anyone? I'm buying. <laughs> so it'd be like, so well, Yeah, weird. we gotta explain where these cops are going and why they're walking off screen. I would have... Do they not trust Americans to assume that the cops are getting know. coffee? I don't know. I it's a I like it. I think it's fun. It's cute. I'm just I'm just I'm always interested in these sort of like uh adaption uh decisions. Yeah, like the little like creative liberties. Yeah. That the the rogue translators well, yeah, let's, let's let's give these cops a line for no reason. Yeah. Let's pay another different voice actor. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't even get, like, a chortle out of you, Emma. From what? From Rogue Translator. Oh, I was looking up how many 1976 Chevy Impalas were made, <sighs> and I can't get a straight answer. Let's go rewatch that, uh, the start of that yeah, episode. let me just pull up, uh, Swan Song here. Keep going. Uh, so they just tell Michael that they're hunters, and he's like, what the fuck? Does the you classic thing of, like... Yeah. Yeah, does the classic thing of, like, Okay, I know I said that the 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 car yeah. might be a ghost, but like, but hold on, wait, this is too far. <laughs> wait, you guys believe me, and also are like like wholeheartedly and are possibly crazier than I think I might be. What it is always a funny reaction? It's like, buddy, you're the one who told us that you're being haunted by a ghost. But as always happens, they're able to get all the information. Um, this ghost is great. I love fucking. Small town justice being like, oh yeah, that bank robber, he died. That's it's good when a bank robber dies because he's a criminal. Um, and then of course, whoopsies. Yeah, they pay for their recklessness. Yeah, the cops wanted well, like Michael basically the, describes them as like Michael's like we were we were excited we were yeah on they edge. were fucking raring to go yeah and so they were reckless they wanted to have a high speed chase um, and I really like that that yeah that detail and then of course. You're, you're, like, you were tripping on power and you got an innocent person killed because of it. And they got the whole town to come together to be like, we're covering this up. Yep. Like, this person's family does not know what happened to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, I checked the Swan Song transcript, and I believe what you're thinking of is that it opens with Chuck telling us that in 1967, the 100 millionth GM vehicle was created. Um, but that was not an Impala, no. and then like a few days later, there was an um, their Impala made. Um, 
And then, like, we get the history of the car, but not the number of cars. Yeah, I copy-pasted those lines into the refs channel. But surely, there can't be that many Chevrolet Impalas. Like, I'm sure there's plenty, but surely not that many. It's not like an SUV. Um, but then again, I don't know the breeds of cars, so... <laughs> this flashback has delivered, like, shaky old film reel in a way that I thought was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, in particular, I liked when Michael talks about the whole town covering it up. We get this, like, uh, blurry satellite photo of the town to be like, and these are how many people covered up this crime. Mm -hmm. Which, like, it's a small town, but it's not that small. Yeah. It's, like, there's a Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As opposed to the only Walmart being in the next town over yeah. 20 minutes away. <laughs> Just like New York City. Whatever. Um, Sorry, did you guys know that Walmart is not allowed in New York City? Yes. Did know that. I wasn't talking to you. It's hard that. to avoid when, like, literally everyone you know is from New York. <laughs> God, I wish that was me, though. Um, so they tell Michael how to deal with the ghost, and he's like, all you need is salt and fire? That's kind of underwhelming. Yeah. I am... Like, yeah, I guess if you think about it like that. Yeah. I'm shocked that they just left... The car and the body there. Yeah, like what? Like I know oh, yeah, that they he's coming the car. Like, move but, it. Like, yeah, you didn't even like. I mean, it's still hanging gonna, there. How are you gonna get it out of that tree? A crane. I I don't think they own one of those. At least get the body out of the car. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Like maybe it was because like oh if someone discovers the body we can write it off as an accident or yeah. whatever. Um. But I, I was like, yeah, well, like, like no, imagine, you got a okay, okay, imagine you are, you are a cop, a cop. You ran somebody off the road. You go find the dead body, and you're like, "Well," and you walk away. Hello. Yeah, I, I'm just imagining <laughs> trying to. Like, that's true. Salt you're right. and burn a car they didn't know. You're right. They didn't it. actually know. It. They, they only learned the next day that it wasn't their guy. Yeah. Maybe it was just like, no one wants to go down there, it's the middle of the night, we'll come back in the morning to get the body and take it to the morgue and do all the cop stuff. You don't even uh, and know then if in the he's dead! I mean... That car exploded. That, you can make reasonable assumptions, but you can't know for sure. People have people have survived falling Right, like because cops never make lazy shortcut assumptions. Yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is funny that the car is still just there. Uh, yeah. I can't get over the mental image. <laughs> you know in Jurassic Park <laughs> where they find the guy who's been like strung up in the, the uh, parachute? Yes. That's what I'm imagining. Yes. I think we skipped over this way in the beginning. Dean fucking threw Sam's breakfast burrito <laughs> out the window. Oh yeah! I forgot that was in this episode! Yeah! And then, and then they like immediately get arrested. They're like, "Damn, for littering." Yes, yes, I <laughs> yeah. wanted to talk about that. Thank you for bringing that back. Yeah, Sam is just oh devouring God, so this, this breakfast burrito. Uh, it's just getting fucking nacho cheese all over Dean's car seats. So he throws. He just grabs it, throws it at the window. He doesn't even not 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 like one two strikes. You're out. No, he just like with this stern expression on his face, like he is swatting a bug. He grabs the burrito and just flings it. Listen, these guys grew like up in really this car. Far. Sam should know better. It's really funny. I'm yeah, not Sam saying should Dean know shouldn't better. have warned There's him. There's fucking cheese but... all over the seat and the floor. Like yeah. Sam, you're For being real. a pig. Although it is very funny. I don't think there's any cheese on Sam. Somehow he's only managing to get it on the car. I think he's got like crumbs on his cheek or something. Okay. Yeah. It might just be the lighting though. I did also notice that. Yeah. 
Um, and then Sam is like, when they're getting pulled over, Sam's like, that's what you get for throwing food out the window. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they cuff Dean, and Dean's like, wait, it's only littering, this is intense. Yeah, Dean's like, I'll go back and pick it up. Like, imagine if you actually got fined for jaywalking. That's what's happening to him right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yes, jumping back ahead, the scene we talked about where they fight over going back to get the Impala and uh, Sam uh, calling him a nerd. Um, Michael's like, oh, you remind me of my brother and the way like we would like fight, but also we still love each other. Yeah. And we do unfortunately get a brief nod towards Wincest here. What? The... Did you not? Oh, is it not in the sub? Because when he says, like, when Michael says, like, you still love each other, uh, they, like, so, like they're gripping each other by the throats, and both of their eyes widen, they pull away from each other and, like, look awkward. And Michael's like, no, not like that! And the Dean's like, yeah, we know. Oh, no, I don't think I, I have that. I don't think that's in the dub. I think, I think I they just pulled away noticed. because they felt, yeah... Because they felt, like, awkward for Michael calling them out for loving playing, each other. I'm playing this in English. I want to see what he says. Yeah, please fact check me. Yeah, okay. Interesting. In the That's dub, bizarre. In the dub, he says, there you go, you see what I mean. And Dean does not respond. Dean doesn't say anything. That's interesting. Because, yeah, in Japanese, he says, don't take that the wrong way. The original intent is, like, the, the, that they think Michael is implying incestuousness. Yeah. I don't blame them for cutting that out. I also don't blame because, them for cutting that out. I like, do not like that. Like, the incest jokes are icky, but also because yeah. it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, Rod pulls up, and it's really yeah. funny the way he does it, too, because the car, the shot is, like, the car pulls along, and then we get a close-up on Michael, um, and then, like, Rod's head sort of slides across him. Be like, look who's in the car. Yeah. He's wearing a little raincoat. He's got his police raincoat on, yeah. And they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, they do. Go, Michael. I bet not many yeah. people would think that you would be able to stick up for yourself. Go off. Yeah, it rocks. Yeah, when Michael gets back up and grabs the gun, I was like, yeah, fucking yeah. get him. This is how you know they grew up together, like, getting into yeah. physical altercations. Yeah, I thought when the hands came up, I thought it was one of the boys somehow that they'd, like, I don't know, done some kind of, like, sick move. But no, Michael just drops him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm about to punch him in the face, but can't do it. Yeah. He starts crying. Yeah. It's okay, oh. Michael. It is always morally correct to punch your cop brother. It's true. <laughs> uh, but before he can do it, uh, the, the, the ghost car shows up. The ghost car shows up. There's like a really cool like zoom backwards to, to reveal it. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah, well, and the, and the first way, the, the way it shows up is the headlights illuminate them as the fight's going. You're like, oh shit, it's the car. Mm. I'm glad they, they didn't bring over the growling car from Route 666. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just remembered Yeah, it's just that. a regular car. Yeah, it just revs the normal way. Um, I like Dean's little laugh uh, when the shotgun is completely useless. Like, I think he said thinking? something about, like, not being used to shooting at the Impala, even though it's not his Impala. Oh, that's I like that. That's a, that's a fun choice for the dub. It's not even true. He's shot out his own windows before. <laughs> Literally in the pilot, wasn't it? Because the woman in white was, like, yeah. strangling Sam. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. First yep. episode. Yep. Um, so then Michael is an absolute hero and draws it away. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Michael. He, he died so quickly, though. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, like, it's, it's like 30 turn. seconds later that they hear the crash. Yeah. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 37 people now. F. But no more. Yep. 
Um, right after that, their um, the gas tank starts leaking, and they didn't get a chance to pour oil on the salted tire streaks. And I was like, oh, I'm connecting uh-huh. some dots here. Yeah. That was fun. I know what you're setting up. I'm picking. It's it up. great. I love that. It's such uh-huh. a fun. Like the the show often comes up with the reasons why just burning the body doesn't work because like that's so often the solution. This is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, it's like the oh yeah, that's part of the, the car. It's a really fun one. Well, and it's it's like the fucking evidence of the crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it first like when it first came up, I was like skid marks, huh? But now that I'm like actually thinking about it, yeah, and like if you do the thing that Route six 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 Route six 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 did, where like the ghost's soul melded with the car, like yeah. yes, it yeah, it tracks. It's cool. I love it. But I did laugh at first. <laughs> Oh, it's dumb, but in, like, a good way. Yeah. And like, ah, oh, okay, sure, yeah, all right. This might as well happen. But it, like, it Speaking has the cooler... Which, then... I Sorry, I just, it has the cooler, like, thematic depth of this being the fucking smoking gun, like, the evidence mm-hmm. burned into the road of what happened. Yeah. You stepped on my segue, but that is okay. I'm sorry. Um, speaking of things that might as well happen, then Michael's fucking ghost cop yes. car zooms out. It's with, fucking like, uh, Why You mentioned this already, but it's really cool lighting. There's like a fucking explosion. Um, also, if I had a nickel for every time an episode was like, and there was a double haunting happening, uh, I would have three nickels in a row. But it's always good. <laughs> it is uh, always good. I love a double haunting. Love when the ghost of uh, the, the the one of the people that the monsters killed comes back to get vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, like the music cuts out. Um, it's like there's this close-in shot of like Rod seeing the headlights of his cop car. Uh, that is also a ghost car now. He just speeds out of the yeah. woods with this like look of determination on his face and saves everybody. Like a king. Saves everybody. Bestie. Yeah, and it's like a shooting star. It's like this bright, like, white-blue light yeah. when they explode. It's great. And then they light the entire highway on it's, fire. Yeah, it's also <laughs> yeah. really good. I did not it's think like a, that the, the, it had been that long. Like, if I didn't think it was that much Ours drive pretty fast. They do, but... <laughs> yeah, so Dean, like, it, drops the match where they're standing, where the car has been driven until and so the fire travels all the way back to where they started leaking which is where the uh the tracks have been salted and so that lights them on fire but like damn what if someone else drove past right now which sorry i'm going to be the stick in the mud here i'm gonna i'm gonna be the wet blanket here and say um if your car is leaking gas enough to make a like continuous line for a mile down the road you will run out of gas before you get to the end of that mile i feel like anyway like if you get a puncture hole in your gas tank yeah that's not a drip it's a lot of gas it's fine she's bleeding yeah i like the imagery but i was like hmm just because i'm lame um so we get rod's last little moment with michael who does not talk but does give him a big smile and like reaches out to wipe away his tears which is sweet yeah I love Michael's smile. Yeah. And this is my favorite uh, cut in of Carry On My Wayward Son, too. Yeah. It happens right as Michael fades away. Yeah, it hit me because I forgot that it's literally at the end of every episode. Yeah. Um, But I was like, oh! And you're the notorious Carry On My Wayward Son disliker. I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, this, is, this is, again, the classic, like, 
we don't need to worry about this queer character because he's dead and we can just be like sad about it but also we don't have to worry about him anymore either in a way that's like yeah i've seen this many times but i can still enjoy him again yeah i can't i can nevertheless enjoy a tearful goodbye between brothers literally so true in the tearful goodbye between brothers show yeah that's the thing (laughs) that's also why it works for me not thinking about the finale i am not thinking about the finale i'm not thinking about the finale you're not i'm not pointing to myself in the Um, mirror speaking of finales so the after credit scene is just like they shake hands with this ex-cop now yeah he says farewell good ending he stopped being a cop yeah yay we got these nice rays of light shining on the road as he walks down it to his new life whatever that may be Mm -hmm. he walks a lonely road (laughs) she does um it goes okay that's the episode uh do do uh, Michael is played by Daniel Brochu, who in English, uh, sorry, played by Daniel Brochu in English, who also plays Buster Baxter. I said there'd be more Arthur. <laughs> oh my god. Um, he's also Brandon in Wings Club, and I've never seen, like, I don't usually put extremely obscure, like, shows on here when there's a lot of, when I have to do a lot of actor facts, but he plays a character in a show called Monster Allergy named Titty. <laughs> spell spell T I D D Y Titty Titty. <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm looking up what Titty looks like. <laughs> Be careful. What, googling, <laughs> googling. What Titty look like? <laughs> Me when I was thirteen. <laughs> show, show Titty. Um, wait, what? Oh, is this a mistake on IMDb's part? Because the because some of these in some places this character is named Titty, in other places it's Teddy, which it's probably mm. Teddy. <laughs> but I like Titty so much better. <laughs> Titty, I I want it to be Titty. <laughs> Teddy, you're Titty in my heart. Um. Any, anyway. Um. In Japanese, Michael is played by Norikiro Inoue, who is also Taichi Keaton in Master Keaton, um, and uh, the Red King in Code Geass. Uh, okay, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we'll talk about episode 5, Savage Blood. 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 Five. Konnichiwa. I love saying that. I love Japan. <laughs> anyway, I'm really excited about this episode. <laughs> I love Japan. Blood. It's the first completely original episode in this anime series, and in it, Dean meets a young boy who reminds him of his own Wait, childhood. The fu- However, this boy's a bit the episode before this one was more vampire. pretty cool. Check it out. That's Jensen. That's wrong. <laughs> Neither of these are actually, like, original, original. We can specifically the, tell you episode, which episodes episode, uh, by yeah. number. Jensen, go look at 113 and 23 right now. Episode 4 was more original than episode 5 at the very, like... Very funny. Okay.
Where did Jared go? What did they do with him? Yeah, they killed him. <laughs> they put him in a little box. No, no, he's in voice actor prison. They got him in a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah they put him in died. a they just He just rolled, curled into a little ball and rolled away. Okay. Synopsis time. Yep. Um, so, episode five, Savage Blood. We start with a uh, woman running through the forest she is bleeding she is panicking there are dogs chasing her um she stops behind a tree and a guy comes up and kills her with a fucking axe like fucking conan sure does use a fucking axe you know what makes a lot more sense for cutting off the heads of vampires spoilers (laughs) an axe Rather than a machete. <laughs> Not a fucking machete that cuts their knives, cuts their heads off like you're cutting a, like a fucking pepper in half. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm trying to pull it up. Um, Axe is a sensible weapon for a vampire hunter. <laughs> uh, so, and then Sam and Dean are looking into a previous case that John worked. Um, pe- uh, cows were found with their blood drained. Um... And then they started cow mutilations, and then a bunch of people showed up without their heads. Um, it's th- this is a, a a kind of a retelling of um, Bloodlust, and uh, except they have replaced Gordon. They have the correct decision. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> they roll up into this town to investigate because it- it's a different town, but like a similar thing is happening. Um, and Dean sees a young, a young kid, a teenager, he's probably like 14, standing on the edge of a building, um, never a good thing, uh, with four older, bigger kids, um, intimidating him, and Dean is like, this is bullying, and I need to stop it. He does actually say, (laughs) this sounds like bullying. Um, so the kids are basically teasing him to stand at the edge of this building for three seconds with his arms out. And he falls. Of course he does. And Dean catches him. Um, I do like that you say of course he does, but for some reason these boys did not consider that. Because the bully looks freaked the fuck out when this They're happens. They're shocked when the most, like, when the obvious uh-huh. thing happens. Which is good, because kids are stupid, but was yes. funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't even have a rope tied to him? Come on. Amateurs. The point was to make him... Well, yeah, but you gotta, have, you gotta have safety precautions if you're gonna feel bad about him falling and dying. You gotta have safety precautions when you're making him feel scared for his life. Listen, I would probably still feel scared for my life if I were standing on the edge of a building, I mean, even sure, if I were wearing a But they're repel. not trying to make him actually be safe this whole time. I'm just saying it's a little bit surprise Pikachu. <laughs> um, it is definitely a surprise Pikachu. <laughs> uh, so... Dean, you know, saves this this kid. Um, he starts having like a really bad headache, so Dean um, offers to drive him back to his house. They bond. Um, this kid moves a lot from town to town. Um, his dad is working a lot. Um, he kind of gives off vibes of like he. I don't know what he thinks exactly, but he kind of implies that Dean's like superhuman, or at least just like an action hero. Um, He's like, you're not a regular guy. Yeah, it's just yeah. because he was taught jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, Being taught jujitsu gives you superpowers if you're an anime character. 
Including oh, the ability true. to catch somebody falling off a building yeah. with no damage to them. Spider-Man wishes. Uh, <laughs> hey! <laughs> Sorry, Spider-Man. We're all still sens sensitive about that. Um, so, yeah, spoilers, Jujutsu comes in. Um, <laughs> Dean mentions that his dad taught him Jujutsu, so... Well, no, he says that his dad taught him Judo. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so he offers to, to teach this kid a little bit so he can, like, defend himself. Um, and we get a moment where the kid... His name is Ryan, um, right? His name is Ryan. Uh, yeah. uh, fucking... Uh... Emma says yes, so I'm going to keep it. Yes. <laughs> um, Ryan kind of goes a little berserk and... Uh, manages to pick Dean bodily up, who is, like, twice his size, might I say. So it got a little bit, hmm, going on. Um, but Dean is unfazed. Dean instead, um, sub subdues him and, uh, tells him a little story about when he was young. And we get a flashback to the Johnness. The Johnness in the anime is fascinating. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... Basically, Dean did the same thing. He went a little crazy. Um, he was he killed a monster, kept attacking it, um, and John held him back and was like, "The best way for you to be able to protect other people is to not let yourself lose control." And Dean imparts these words of wisdom onto Ryan. Um, baby Dean calls John a bastard in the flashback. Good king. Um, John uh, is now sitting in the halls of um, bad, good anime dads. Uh, yeah. alongside, um, fucking, uh, what's his name from My Hero Academia. I knew you were going to. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Jing up. Freaks from Hunter Hunter. Um, what are some other bad, good anime dads? By bad, good anime dads, what I mean here is this is a, this is a, this is a common thing also in this type of story is the, well, and it's, it's common all over the place, but is is. I'm very used to seeing this in shonen anime of the dad who is bad, like is a bad person and the narrative knows this, but also did teach the kids some useful lessons though. Yeah, he's and wise. So who can, and so who can say whether it was a problem or not? Yeah. Um, this is also this is also similar to the like um shitty mentor in general, the one that like like that uses bad teaching practices, but yes, is still full of wisdom, even yeah, though Luke he Skywalker. hits you with a stick. I think Yoda's a good mentor. I think it's funny to to make your, your student give you <laughs> Yoda... a piggyback and pretend that you're just a little freak in a swamp. Yoda is a good teacher on Dagobah after he's been smoking oh. weed for a hundred years. Yes, like... yes, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you know that bitch was not getting piggyback rides in the Jedi Temple. He was making those kids cut yes. circles. Yes, Yoda in the Jedi Temple is a bad... But he's not, he's not abusive. I was more talking no. about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, John is the asshole. like I'm going to beat lessons into you. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is. But the you vibe. did have those lessons, <laughs> and you you came out a better man for it. Um, so Dean takes Ryan home because um, he's got like another headache and it's really bad, and he finds a silver bullet uh, just in the living room. Um, <laughs> so naturally, this he's rules like, and is also so sad. Yes, yes, this episode is very sad. Um, so. Um, they've found out that, uh, this guy named Jason is in town. He's basically Gordon, but what if Gordon had a British accent and an axe? Wait, he's British? 
Yes. Oh, that's really yeah, funny. Yeah, he's got an accent. Sorry, I I forgot that the, the yeah Japanese, Japanese he just has the fucking accent. deepest voice in existence. He has he sounds like he's made of gravel. <laughs> I need to listen to this. Um, he's extremely cool, except for no, he's also terrible. He's yeah, he's cool, but he's awful. Um, so but but the boys actually think he's crazy. The boys are yes. actually like, do not go near that dude. Um, that guy's a crazy motherfucker. He only hunts vampires. <laughs> yeah. This guy thinks he's um, some kind of, uh, some kind of, um, This guy thinks he's Blade. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say, uh, uh, what's his fucking name from Dracula? Van Helsing? Van Helsing, yeah. This guy thinks he's yeah. some kind of Van Helsing. Yeah. Um, we got some kind of Van Helsing over here. Yeah. So while Dean <laughs> is having his, like, Karate Kid arc, um, Sam is tailing <laughs> Jason to make sure he doesn't, like, uh-huh. kill anybody, I guess. Or at least like he has a good reason to kill them. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and let's see. So um, Ryan's dad. Um, his I th- name is Gail. His name is Gail. Uh, Dean hears a cow screaming outside and obviously goes to investigate it. Um, and sees Ryan's dad just like fucking choke holding it. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking doing <laughs> wrestling moves on this cow. <laughs> He's literally like choke slamming this cow. <laughs> It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, vampires so in anime Supernatural are fucking ripped, are stacked as hell. Just They're like, like Bane levels. Up. Yeah. Bulging, bulging ass veins. Um, but yeah, so he kills this cow and drinks its blood, and Dean is like, oh shit. Uh, it's a two and two make four. Yeah, so he calls Sam, and Sam is like, and Dean is like, make sure you keep an eye on Jason. Um, and then he didn't. He did. Sam yeah, did a good job. He didn't slack off. He was. It was a clever ruse. It's um, really funny. Yeah. So explain what the ruse is, Ash, since we're here. Yeah. So Sam's been like standing around a corner watching the car that he's in, and Jason has essentially done that thing that kids do in movies, where they put the pillows under the <laughs> yeah. blankets so Except that their parents don't. It's a fucking Sorry. scarecrow. <laughs> scarecrow, it's so funny. Yeah, with his feet <laughs> propped up on the dash and the word sucker on a sticky note on where its face would be. It's great. It's really funny. <laughs> I cackled um, when I got there. The The feet on the dashboard are a really nice touch. It was an excellent touch. Mm-hmm. He's clever. You got to give him that. Yeah. Um, And then, so, Dean gets caught on the phone by Gail. Gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah bonk um and wakes up and gail's got a fucking pitchfork on him he's tied to a chair in the barn um farmer vampire farmer vampire is a a cool vibe i have that i have not seen before Uh uh-huh yeah it it's surprisingly cool um and so we learn the backstory of this family um gail and his wife miranda um were vampires who they didn't want to hurt people because that would only bring hunters on their asses, and they wanted to be able to live a peaceful life, so they only ever fed on animals. Um, but naturally, a hunter did eventually find them, and we get a flashback to the cold open. Of course, the woman is Miranda. Um, we get a little bit more context where she's like begging Gail to um, run, to take the baby and run. And um, we also, we always, we already assumed this, but we get confirmation that it was Jason who killed her. I mean, it was basically 
confirmed because he was wearing her necklace. I forgot about that. But um, so we have the um, sympathetic vampires thing going on now. Um, and unlike in the like TV show, Dean actually is like for yeah. it. Um, that, that I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, um, in the... Oh, sorry. sorry, can I jump into a specific line here? Because it's yes. stuck in my head. It's Dean Dean says, you don't, you don't attack humans, right? And Gail says, except for hunters. Hunters are our enemies. Hunters will chase us to the end of the world. I don't, I don't think he says... He says... He didn't say that last part in the dub, I don't think. He, he didn't say... Except hunters, I don't think, in the dub. Mm, okay. He definitely said something about, like, hunters being the enemy. Yes, he does say was, hunters are our the, enemy, the they will chase us. I received, too. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think the line is, you don't kill people, right, except, or, and then Gail says, um, I don't think he says except hunters, but I would have mm. to double check. Well, uh, but he says everything after that. In the sub, he does. I just think it's neat. I just think it's cool <laughs> that he differentiates no, humans and hunters. It's great. Yeah. Um, and then he talks about how he always tried to make sure Ryan's life was peaceful because apparently in this universe, um, vampires are awoken by their anger. Um, and Dean's like, ah, shit. Um, and like violent urges and stuff. So, of course, yeah. getting into a fist fight with this kid, um, even in an educational man, man uh, manner, has accidentally trigger- triggered his vampire awakening. Um, and so... Gail and Dean are talking, and then all of a sudden, Gail gets shot in all four of his limbs. Um, yeah. yeah. And um, it's Jason. Sorry, I'm clicking through. So it's oh pretty my God, hard. This British accent. Yeah. It's pretty hard to uh, fight a guy when you have bullets in all of your bones. Um, yeah. So Jason takes him down, has this little knife that he has. It's like a Bowie knife. He has this knife that has been. Like, was forged with dead man's blood. Yeah, which is sick. That he intends to slowly saw Gale's head off with. And Dean is like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Which, fair. Yeah. Um, and Ryan's uh, kind of coming to intervene. Um, yeah, he's going and... vampire mode. Did we talk yeah. about earlier his t- fucking teeth fell out and he grew fangs? Oh, yeah, I forgot. His fucking tooth fell out. I love it. That's when they... great. I love it when teeth horror in Supernatural. Um, so Gail's uh, finally kind of got the upper hand, and then Jason, they fight. Um, and they're going to kill Jason, and Dean's like, don't do that. Um, God damn it. I didn't have time to write a synopsis. <laughs> I, I sort of figured. Um, okay, sorry, Jason, where... sorry. Jason lives. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, so, so uh, Jason, they fight, basically, they fight, it ends up with Jason holding them both at gunpoint, um, he's like, all, all my job, my, my job is just to kill, I'll kill both of you. He says, killing is a pleasure that's given only to those who have power, which is a fucking raw as hell it's live. It's raw as hell. Um, uh, but then Sam just shoots him from off screen, uh, in like the arm and the leg, and is like, got you, motherfucker. I yeah. wasn't trying to kill you, but you should probably go to the hospital, you freak. And Gail is going to attack him, um, <clears throat> but yeah. Ryan comes up and, and the running, like, saying of the episode is only an idiot strikes back in anger. Yeah. Um, so Jason and not, lives. 
And in the, like, utilitarian way, right, which I really liked, like, it's not just the, usually a situation is like that, it's like, no, don't kill him, you'll be just as bad. He's Mm -hmm. like, no, dad, if you do this, there's no coming back from this. Like, Mm -hmm. you gotta, you you don't, you, you can strike people, just don't do it out of anger, do it because you have to, or do it in a way that is considered. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's really good. And then in the after episode scene, God fucking damn. Uh, I actually okay. put it so, in French, or I put it's it fine. in Japanese It's suits. fine. So they're like, okay, the boys let them go. It's like, it's fine. Like, you didn't kill them. We're going to get this guy to the hospital. And then, yeah, we get this after credit scene where they're talking about vampires. Um, it's, it's fucking, this is, this is what I was, I was talking about earlier um with the uh jiu-jitsu uh judo thing um mm-hmm. because dean's like um dean's like oh yeah i was teaching him judo and sam goes you do realize that that john taught us jiu-jitsu not judo right um and there's some gags about him accidentally leaving the the gi that he wore as a kid uh which i guess is the one that he gave to Ryan, which is really cute, actually, but he's like, oh no, I left him behind, I have to go back. But yeah, they're perfectly chill with uh, leaving leaving them behind and, like, not worrying about them, which is interesting. I mean, they do that mm-hmm. with, um, with uh, Lenore, uh, is her name, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, still, it's interesting that they're sort of nonchalant about it. Yeah, I don't know if it, I think it does say it in the sub, but in the dub, Dean literally says you're the monster here jason yep. this guy is yeah, more human than you yeah yeah great line incredible line yep. live action supernatural could never it's true literally in episode five are you kidding me yeah that's wild yeah this show immediately sets things up as having like a different relationship with monsters in a way that mm-hmm. i thought was really interesting the monster understander has logged the fuck on yeah <laughs> Yeah, this episode is like, what if? Oops, it's all mirrors. Yep. Yeah, like they do. They do. The next episode is like, oh no, it's all mirrors. They do gun down the shifter, but to be fair, the shifter was about to to uh, kill Dean in a car crash. Yeah. Also, you can't have a moment facing your doppelganger without killing them. Like, it's true. You're in a story. Come on. Yeah. One man (laughs) enters. One man leaves. Mm Mm-hmm. I just realized my joke is not going to make sense because we're not talking about the next episode tonight. Oh. Um, for future reference, the not future reference, um, just so my joke makes sense, next episode is Bloody Mary. That's why it's yeah. funny that I said, oops, all mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That really made me feel good. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Uh, jumping back from the start. Yeah, uh, sorry about the long we, synopsis. Love that we open on a smoking gun. Mm-hmm. Did you guys immediately assume this guy was Hunter? Yeah. Oh, I... I, yeah. I remembered yeah. the Bloodlust intro. And yeah. I was like, okay, this yeah. is the not Gordon. The, yeah. This is exactly... True, fair. Yeah. Then I saw the fucking axe, and I was like, yeah. hello? It's a pretty axe. Like, the light catches it really nicely. How come he doesn't have the axe When he axe lifts later? it, there's, like, almost a liquid glimmer to it. Maybe because he... Maybe that's for, like, long chases, you know? Maybe. And then he's got I'm the guns sad. as a secondary, and then the knife yeah. as, like, a tertiary. That's for when you can finally get in real close. I'm just sad we didn't get a uh, an axe um, fight scene. An axe v. pitchfork fight scene. That's the thing. We haven't had... A, unfortunately, we have not had 
a like rad as hell fight scene since episode one. I'm holding mm-hmm. out for more, uh, but the show has been a little bit less action heavy than that first episode, which that's often anime often pulls out all the stops for the mm-hmm. first episode and then like calms down a little bit, but then saves stuff for save saves the energy of the animators for like the real shit. So I'm hoping we get some more real shit. Yeah, um, I'm sure they in show the, that they like can do. Yeah, I'm sure in like the latter half of the season, yeah. um, it'll get like way snappier. Um, we do get a we'll cool get to- sweep the leg from uh, Jason though. Yes. Like, oh man, there's gonna be a fight, but now Sam just dings him from off screen. That's fine. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit of a letdown, but yeah. I wrote, yeah. I wrote in the in the live blogging the channel we have is uh, Jason is a horrible person, but he's also the coolest motherfucker to ever be in Supernatural, which is in response to the the shot where he's like standing there with his guns on both of them and mm-hmm. says that raw line about power. Uh, but then I wrote immediately, oh, never mind, he went down like a chump, Lamau. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um. I was like so ready for Dean to team up with a vampire and have a sick fight with a fucking vampire hunter would have been sick as hell but no No. i said most of my stuff in the synopsis so i'm just there's a line when dean is like right at the start when dean is watching um the bullying happen when he's like three against one that doesn't seem fair wait there's four of them which was like are they just killing time because the dub didn't take as long as the sub Um, what a weird i was framing yeah let me find what he says because he does not say that (laughs) japanese Dean, can you count? Are you okay? I literally, yeah, like straight up, can you not count children? Um, I was like, is he, is this one of the kids a ghost? And like, it took him a second to see them. Like, what's happening here? No, it's probably just they needed him to say some extra stuff. Uh, Dean says those kids are being daredevils, one against three. Uh, no, four. I guess that's more like bullying. That sucks. <laughs> that he says. Hmm. I guess that makes more sense than what we ended up. Yeah, with. but it's still kind it of does. a weird line. It's yeah. I love how three against one is is recklessness. Four against one, though, mm mm, that's bullying. <laughs> so I like this, fun. and then this that like, sucks. Yeah, there's some interesting sort of small town bullying stuff here that I kind of like. That's like that it's it's schoolyard bullying, but also the weird thing of like your dad is like a farm laborer for my dad so also like we kind of live right next to each other mm-hmm. and so i can like taunt you in ways that we don't always see bullies like we don't yeah. often see bullies making fun of characters dads are working for their dads and like yeah. seeing them in the fields i don't know yeah. i thought it was your dad neat, works for my dad um and he also says like he's like the weakest guy in town yeah. or something like that presumably which is weird like well, yeah, he's it's because gigantic. like because imagine calling he... a gigantic farmer a wimp, like what? Because he won't punch you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and Ryan also says later that um, I don't remember the other kid's name, but he calls Ryan's dad slow. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like the classism jumped out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. He's, I did uh... like that. That um, it adds another dimension to the power imbalance. Hmm. He's um masquerading. Gail is masquerading as Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Mhm. This big, big dumb kind of like gentle do- dude. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Ryan falls and Dean like zooms forward and catches him like he's fucking all might. Yeah. It's wild. It's like, wait, does Dean have superpowers? What just happened? Lots of My Hero Academia uh, references this episode. 
I guess and I made Dean is like, you're going to have to stand up for yourself one day, kid. Like, he was standing up for himself. He just mm-hmm. fell. He wasn't like, oh, no, yeah. I'm going to be a little baby about it. Like, he straight up let go of the, the building. Yeah, he kind of fell because like, he, he was, was standing up for doing, himself. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to be a doormat forever walking away. And then Ryan starts crying, and he's like, oh, man, did you hurt your head? Like, no, bro, you hurt his feelings, yeah. <laughs> dickhead. I mean, he is having his vampire headache because he was mad. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> um, and uh, th- this is where I thought that he was a psychic kid. Mm. I was like, yeah, oh, they're doing the psychic hoping. stuff early. I was like, wow, he's young. We didn't get a next gen. That would yeah. be so exciting. Um, and this is where he's like, you're not normal. And he's like, yeah, I got lots of kick-ass training. My dad taught me some shit. <laughs> Judo, karate, target shooting, crossbow shooting. Dean, you are damaged. Yeah. Well, and he's like, my dad forced me into it, he says, but he's still smiling as he talks about it because he is damaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the relationship that Dean and John have in this episode is so interesting. Yeah. Because, like, Dean the... is talking about him as, like, a teacher who knew better, you know, and, like, gave him some hard lessons by, like, holding him by the hair in front of a corpse. Mm-hmm. Um, he says specifically, hating your dad is not going to make you any stronger. Like, while he has Ryan in... in basically like a headlock or something i don't know poses i don't know what i'm talking about but like he has him in some kind of hold and then we like sideways pan into a memory of dean and john in exactly the same Mm, position it's good love it um but like specifically on that line hating your dad is not going to make you any stronger and then we put dean in my in ryan's position um, so he and he literally like, calls John Dean, an old bastard. Yeah, like Dean does hate John mm-hmm. in this. Yep. Or did. And then doesn't let himself. Yeah, I mean, and then we'll John like says this. a lot of stuff that I don't think Ken and John would say. Yeah. No. Um, John is unrecognizable quick, here. Real quick, I wanted to talk about the the sort of like young Anakin proto fascist thing that fucking Ryan says, where he's like, When I'm tough that I can like take charge of everything, right? Which is, oh, yeah. and Dean's like, what the hell are you talking about, kid? Yeah. When you and get tough, that, you protect people. Yeah. I think that's m- mostly to foreshadow the fact that he's, like, a monster, but... He's got evil in Like, a weird line that doesn't really come back. But then, yes, yeah. John. So He has violent urges. So do I. Um, which, speaking of violent urges, yes. uh, <clears throat> Dean went to town on this monster. Yes. Which I also want to talk about this sick-ass corpse when we have a second. Yeah. Talk about the corpse. That's the first thing we see, right? Uh, no, we see... Oh, no, we see, we see John we grabbing see John Dean, Dean covered in blood. Covered in green yeah. blood. Green, green blood. Green blood. Um, sorry, I'm... Yeah, it's good. It looks like a dead alien. Yeah. yeah it... What the fuck is it? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Um, let me, t- let me get a, a look at it in a screenshot. It's like some kind of, like, rat monster? We don't really get a good look at it, but it looks like Dean has, like... Like, truly beaten the shit out of it. Like, all of its teeth are, like, smashed out. Like, it's unclear whether he, like, emptied his, like, magazine into it, or, like, came forward and just started punching it in the face. It has a weird giant ear hole, too, I think. Are you struggling finding it, Ash? I have it here. No, I I found it. I'm just struggling getting a fucking screenshot of it. Okay, I I got it. I got you. Okay. Thank you, King. Yeah, it... it, a lot of teeth teeth. it's a it's a weird it's a weird monster yeah i don't know it looks like it might have been human-ish possibly the um the creature that shall not be named like the snub nose the kind of like bat-like features 
but I don't know. Oh, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things it could be. Yeah. It's hard to identify this pulp, uh, is the point. Yeah. Also, not a lot of supernatural monsters have green blood. It's true. Okay, let's talk about what John says. Yes. Um, You killed this monster with one shot, but you kept going. What was that for? Was it for a sense of accomplishment, or was it to vent your frustration? Or was it for pleasure? Yeah, lots about killing for pleasure in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, like that, I don't think that it makes any sense for John to... For, for, like, John as we know him, to think that John, that Dean as we know him would be, like, brutally killing monsters for pleasure. But that line specifically exists to set up the parallels between uh, Jason and Ryan and Dean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I found the, the killing for pleasure thing thematically resonant because the entire I, point I think it makes sense. This... I just don't think John would make this speech. Well, yes, I agree with that. But also, this is a different John. Yeah, yeah. I agree I with you, but like John, the John of this show made this speech, and I'm like, okay, interesting. Why yeah. does he think that? Yeah, the John um, of this show which, is a totally different guy. Which, which for me, like, I think there's a yellow eyes connection here in terms of like, because this show's about revenge, right? So it is interesting that John is expressing this, like, sort of, um, not not quite Zen, but this like. Uh, like don't kill with your rage like type thing of like you do what you have to do you need to be strong to protect other people because like you know john wasn't yeah his wife died yeah he's a specifically protect yourself and others Yeah. yeah john's still fucked up but like it's like he had one therapy session uh-huh. <laughs> he read a facebook post yeah he got high with bobby <laughs> Man, is Bobby um, in this show? And this this line about killing not so. killing for pleasure is like directly paralleled later off of mm-hmm. um Jason's line something about like real power means you can ha- take pleasure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wait, I remember us talking about sorry, go on. Yeah, killing for pleasure is a power or yeah. We already said it earlier in the show, go back if you can't remember. Oh, killing for <laughs> yeah. pa- killing for pleasure is a privilege something something real power, yeah. <laughs> sure the lot yeah i mean we we have this character set up here i feel like i'm trusting the writers to bring this thematic through line forward into something here mm-hmm. uh, this is a show about killing things i assume that it's going to be trying to say something about violence this episode is definitely saying something about violence um so i'm interested in seeing if this will end up resonating with anything going forwards yeah i'm i'm interested to see john more uh-huh. i want to i want to learn more about this john and how he contrasts to the live action john um um so we see and the... dean says he wished john were dead Woohoo! yeah yeah me too king um For and real. so dean basically gives this this speech to to ryan um and says like you can't lose control and i'm sitting here like but that's dean loses control winchester yeah that's dean smashed his car winchester he was taught different this in this uh, yeah. universe. He had a better, <laughs> slightly better upbringing. He was he, he learned how to vent his emotions a in a less yeah. He learned how to vent his emotions in a less like American I do like that way. we are sticking with a through line of like Dean being good with kids and like wanting to take care of kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, when he, when I realized what this episode his... about, I was like. Yeah, he kind of puts his foot in his mouth a little bit, but, like, the way he kind of takes his kid under yeah. his wing and stuff is very Dean. 
Yeah, which, speaking of which, Ryan has another vampire headache, and Dean Mm -hmm. takes him home, puts him on the couch, uh, and this is where he sees the silver bullet, which he takes, which is rude. Yeah. Um, I I suppose I should clarify. The silver bullet, Jason shot Miranda with the silver bullet yeah. before he cut her head off. Um, and so that's yeah, the when, only thing they when have. When Gail left went back to like get her body, that was all that was left. Yeah. Which is grim. It's like, well, I can't bury my wife, so I'm going to keep the bullet that killed her on a shrine next to a photo of her. Well, it didn't technically Dark. kill her. In the fucking living room. In the living room. Yeah. Um, anyway, then Dean sees Gail giving a cow a headlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, do they never have guests? I mean, I guess they don't really have friends, but, like, imagine you are a random person oh, yeah. who just came into this guy's house, and you're like, is that a fucking bullet? A fucking Why d- is it made of silver? That looks Why like... is it next to your dead wife's picture? Why has it been fired at something? <laughs> many questions, few answers. Uh-huh. Being of many questions, I want to know what the decision was here for making vampires ripped as hell. I've never seen vampires like this before. I like it. It's just weird. It's incredible. They have, like, when they transform, when they go, because they're, like, they... I've just bashed my knee on my desk like a genius. When they're, like, they look normal most of the time. When they go vampire mode, they, like, roid out like they're the Hulk. Mm -hmm. Uh, And their faces, like, transform and fill with, like, spiky teeth. And, like, their brows, like, extend a little bit to, make, like, darken, like, the their eyes, mm-hmm. like, in shadow. It's, their it's, gums are, are showing. Yeah. Like, in a constant Yeah, their snarl. lips are pulled. They're, like, they're, like, uh, those, they're, like, goblin sharks or something. Their teeth too big for mouth. Teeth too goddamn mouth. Also, there's a bit where, like, Ryan does, I don't know, like, a snarl. Um, well, he finds out that Jason's the one who killed his mom, right? And... Yeah. He he like grimaces in such a way that it, somehow his hair gets longer. Um oh. I guess it's just like standing on end a little bit is that yeah, like the Ghibli like hair. his face shifted so his hair moved, but it yeah. looks very funny. Me when I get so mad that my hair grows. <laughs> I wish. Um so So Gail Gail takes Dean out, um, and like again, huge man lifts him up by his head. Yeah, well, he's enormous. bound to a chair, and he has this, like, farm tool spike pit death trap thing yeah. set up, which is incredible. Yeah. It is, it is really good. Forks and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ash summarized the scene pretty thoroughly. Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> how dare you. Um, although, uh, Dean, Dean does talk about how, like... I, I made friends with your kid because I know what it's like to have a preachy and self-righteous father, which I think is really funny. He's <laughs> like, dude, he oh, is literally about to dump you into a pit of spikes. Yeah, I was what's, what's say, it in English? The dub says, uh, "I know what it's like to have a father you don't get along with." Mm, yeah, he's a lot more uh, directly. He's a lot more pointed in the sub. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, Gail is sitting on this chair with his, like, uh, uh, pitchfork on his shoulder like a cool motherfucker, like Guts, uh, in that one panel where he's got his sword against his shoulder. Too true, probably. It's a really famous panel, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, here we go. I have probably seen it. Great panel. Mira was, Mira was good at art. Rip to a legend. Oh no, I'm conflating two different panels, but nevertheless, nevertheless, good panel. Oh, he fucked up. Yeah. Uh, then we get 
Gail's tragic backstory with his fridged wife. Shout mm-hmm. out to this voice actress for doing really good screaming. Yeah, she really is a scream queen. Although I'm as Gail is like running away, we see Jason raise the axe, and then Gail runs away, and it's a full like seven seconds of screaming, presumably before she gets her head cut off. And I'm like, what are you waiting for, man? Yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah, he's he's enjoying it's the thrill of the hunt. Yeah, she is shrieking. You see this poor vampire man like cried like deep tears he he plops tears onto his little baby forehead mm-hmm. and the baby's just like Wah. it's really funny honestly <laughs> um it reminds me of the way that um the blood drips on sam's forehead of course as a baby mm-hmm. but like this baby is just making a completely flat expression and like wiggling his arms towards He's the dad little baby um little baby ryan and then he gets his forehead dripped on yep Fucking abominable. Uh, so Dean freaks out because he just realized he's accidentally helped this kid become a vampire. Yeah. But then, I, again... As, if, as if, if if anger gets you to turn into a vampire, like, as if you were going to live your whole life without getting triggered for I that. I know, like, right? Like, it would have happened You're going to have a job. But... People are going to piss you off. <laughs> yeah, Dean, nevertheless... Yeah, you're going to work retail and you're going to fucking teeth out. <laughs> yeah. Dean, nevertheless, feels bad about being the instigator, even if it yeah. would have happened eventually. And he didn't... He didn't even mean to, like, give in to the, or to, like, the whole point was to teach Ryan, like, not to strike in anger, but, like, mm-hmm. he had to learn the lesson first, so it's, yeah, it's rough. How do we feel about this depiction of vampires, like, it being anger-related? Like, I find that interesting, but I don't quite know how to dig deeper into it. Yeah, I, usually, usually, like, the emotional thing is tied more to werewolves, yeah, usually vampires are like horniness. Yeah, and they're all. Yeah, I think like, like it moves the vampire closer to violence instead of desperation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like if they're if they're transforming because of anger, then it's not just a thirst; it's specifically a desire to hurt somebody, mm-hmm. which is an interesting decision. Yeah, Wyatt, have you watched other uh, vampire anime besides yeah. Castlevania? Yeah. It's, it's, this is not common. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, vampires are a very, like, European monster, so they usually get portrayed pretty close to the European way. Yeah, I know or there like, are, I like, mean, the thing that. And Oni that are kind of similar, but. The thing that everyone around, well, yeah, I mean, there's blood drinking monsters in almost every culture because every human has blood, and they're like, wouldn't it be fucked up if something drank this? <laughs> um because it's like it's like water right and people drink water what if there was a thing that drank blood Uh, (laughs) um anthropology 101 uh no anyway um i mean the thing that everyone around the world loves about vampires is how sexy they are right so like so true when whenever anyone's doing anything with vampires usually they'll make them hot and sexy and most of the vampire stuff comes from that originally um so yeah i did find this an interesting um Mm -hmm. sort of take on vampires yeah, it is kind of a divergence from like it's a... the 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 vampires in Supernatural aren't especially sexy unless you're Benny Lafitte. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, this is like I mean they're they're not sexy, but they're like fucky. Like those first vampires we met, they have their like that's true their commune. That's true. I I did forget about the sex freak vampires. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we've moved vampires away from lust and into wrath. Yeah, yeah, this right yeah, decision. yeah, and made them like made them Hulk more... monsters. Yeah, they're they're more 
monstrous because allegedly anger is something you can resist rather than them being mm, like this all the time. Yeah. I mean, they um, do get hungry and have to go like eat a cow, but like. Yeah. Um, but like. That's literally what happens to human beings too. I, well, have yes, to, I get yes. hungry. I have to go eat a cow. Yeah. It's more <laughs> like, as much they're, of one. They're, yeah. It's not like they're like, oh, blood. But yeah, there wasn't a single moment where like a friendly character got cut and they were like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were never, they never, like, talked about, like, the unending thirst or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting how how it deviates. This is the, this is the, like, monster fantasy thing I do like of, like, okay, this episode has a theme, we're gonna adapt this monster to fit this theme and fucking hit it as hard as we can. This episode is about violence and anger. Yes. So long as you don't badly butcher a, um... Another minoritized culture, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and or their Uh, gods and or their folklore. I'm looking at this. I think his hair does grow. (laughs) It does look a little bit shaggier in the barn. I think it grows. I think he. I think he grow. He grows more hair. He becomes more bestial. (laughs) Incredible. I think they're also not super concerned with Ryan staying on model. If you look back yeah. at the scene where he's like sparring with Dean. I'm, a, I'm gonna make a stupid joke. This would be very funny if like this was also the moment where he hit puberty and his face just erupts in a beard. <laughs> <laughs> his armpits Poor are all hairy. It's just all the hair at once from the vampire transformation. What's happening to me? <laughs> uh, but yeah, they fight and we talked about this whole scene. It's like Jason gets his ass kicked. Yeah. And then the episode just kind of ends. Yeah, it literally just kind of ends. They were like, "Okay, that was enough." Yeah. Well, there there is a certain amount of like confidence in the scene that we just saw. It's like, yeah, we could just end here. Like, we know that the boys aren't gonna fight them, and that the situation is resolved in a way that I did mm-hmm. think was interesting. You know, like, yeah, this isn't actually a like a moral conflict for our characters to have because the vampires are, are unambiguously the good guys here. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe what attribute what contributes to the like feeling of it just kind of ending is that the ending of the really cool boss fight with Jason is just kind of yeah. Like Wyatt said, he he just kind of gets taken yeah. down like a chomp. Um, I, I more just meant like they don't talk at all. Like the boys, the, there's not a final conversation between the vampires and the boys. Um, yeah, but there is also that. Yeah, there's not. We quite got so used much to Denouements where everybody talks yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the only thing that Sam does say is he shot Jason because, or, you know, whatever. Not only because, but he says no one talks about dad like that. Okay. Sam, you're a freak. Oh, interesting. Does he not say that him. in the sub? I'm, I'm trying to find it now because I don't remember that. I don't even remember. What did Jason say about John? Uh, he said he was soft. Which also uh, had yeah. me like, John Winchester? Was even softer than John. Yeah, but for, for Jason, literally everyone is soft. That's true. You don't kill babies? Fuck you. You don't murder vampire babies in their Fucking cribs. Pussy. pussy. Yeah, even softer than your father. Yeah, that's what he says. Oh, I'm, I'm almost at the line. Bang, bang. I, I like also, by the way, that we've, we're establishing that Sam is an incredible shot. Yes, Obviously, the Sam first episode cool... established that also, but... Yeah, Sam gets another cool badass moment. Yeah. With a, with a gunshot. Uh, yeah, he says nothing li- like that in the sub. Really? He just talks about how, like, yeah, I avoided the vital organs. He makes no comment about John at all. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he's much more just, like, I wonder what Jared's opinion on the line was. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, fuck, we forgot to watch the intros. Oh, well. Oh, God. Well, you can put them on. 
We can edit it back in post. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, we'll do. We I need do that to at the see very why end. I need I, to no, see I, these intros. <laughs> I also want to see them. Um, Every time I take so much psychic damage. Truly incredible. I like that it's kind of our tradition at this point to watch them together. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we all must suffer together. This is also why we watched the Winchesters uh, trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, yeah, I mean, the episode ends. They talk about, they, there's the little judo jiu-jitsu joke. Um, I like that in terms of the way that, like, you will have a core memory, and then you talk to a sibling, and it's like, that this didn't happen like that. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? My whole life is a lie. But other than that, it's just a funny little conversation. We don't even see the boys. It's just the 3D car sort of swerving down the, down the tunnel. Cute. He's like, get off the steering wheel. It is cute. Yeah. Um, Sam says that he wishes Dean wouldn't refer to John in past tense. Oh, yeah. I like as a concept, but also, like, dude, he was talking about something that happened in the past, though. <laughs> yeah, it makes more sense in, um, in Japanese, because in Japanese, oh, he's a, in, the, in the sub, he's like, the, it, it, it has, like, he basically says that the, um, outfit has John's soul in it, and Sam's like, don't talk about him like what? he's dead. Yeah, that's a lot more pointed it's not yeah, not Sam actually but says, it's like it's got it's got the soul of like that moment or whatever as if yeah no i, I see yeah. it yeah sam just says i wish you wouldn't talk about him in the past tense yeah oh. it's interesting and then well, like, like that we're watching says something like i was making a point okay um he didn't mean it that way. yeah that's the episode uh i like this one in terms of hey we're immediately going to complicate the whole monster situation in episode mm. five in a much more thoughtful and less bioessentialist yeah. way than the live-action show did. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even the thing of, like, oh, well, you're a vampire, which means you can't control your anger. Like, no, they literally can do that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not even, like, a particular, like, measure of anger. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, like, anger at losing a fight. As a, a teenager, you know? Yeah. Um, but they also, like, practice, like, tolerance. <laughs> yes, the vampires do practice tolerance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we had episode names, that'd be a great episode name. Um, okay, actor facts, and then we can get out of here. Uh, Gale was voiced by Tomomichi Nishimura, who is an anime OG. He's been around since the seventies. He was. Uh, y'all don't know about Gundam names. Actually, that's not true. There's been dub voice actors on this show before that on Gundam that I said the names for. But anyway, he was Jamitov Hymum in Zeta Gundam. Uh, he was the principal in Urusa Yatsura, the narrator in Yu Yu Hakusho, Anzai in Slam Dunk, Colonel Mardukas in Fullmetal Panic, Anoki in Naruto Shippuden, Mikami Tatsuo in Kata- Captain Tsubasa, uh, and uh, Hyo- Hyogoro and Miyaki in One Piece, and he's also M. Bison in Street Fighter, and has been since the beginning. Uh, Ryan was played by Daisuke Namikawa, who's also uh, Mimikyu in Pokemon, um, and uh, Lucario in uh, Smash Bros. Um, Eustace Kid in One Piece, Faye Florite in Tsubasa Reservoir Chronicles. Uh, My friend Moore loves that show, shoutouts to Moore. Uh, Rock in Black Lagoon, Shota Kazahaya in Kimi no, Kimi Todake, Lunaharu in Daily Lives of High School Boys, Waver Velvet in Fate Zero and Elmo Like Case Files, uh, Italy in Italia Axis Powers. I'm sorry, 
Uh, Hisakamoro in Hunter x Hunter, Yu Narukami in Persona 4 The Animation, Takigawa Chris Yu in Ace of Diamond, Goemon Ishikawa in Lupin the Third Part 4 and all Lupins going forward, um, Toru Oikawa in Haikyuu, Kei Tachikawa in World Trigger, and Lindell in Ancient Magus Bride. Uh, Young Dean was played in English by Michael Yarmush, who is Arthur himself from Arthur, uh, and also <laughs> Timmy in Winx Club. Um, what a pull for, uh, like, like, what, like, three lines? Yeah. Um, Jason was played by Kinryu Arimoto, who was Whitebeard in One Piece. Um, also Patrick Zala in Mobile Suit Gundam Seed. Tomomi, uh, Tomomi Masaoka, uh, Masaoka in Psychopaths, and Seigo Hibiki in Inazuma Eleven. Okay, um, we were going to do three episodes, but we talk too much, so we're done now. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, send us questions and comments, etc. Um, um, and, uh, right. I guess next time we're talking about episodes six and seven, if we're gonna keep with, if we're gonna jump back down to duo episodes, uh, Till Death Do Us Part and Temptation of the Demon. I have to rewatch till death do us part. I didn't take any notes on it because I watched it twenty minutes. I took before very few started. notes because I was so busy taking a synopsis. Fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, until next time, um, we're, we're gonna, gonna be, be swerving, swerving, our car swerving the, the car as we fight about uh, how we remember things differently in our lives. How did episode one of the show go again? Of our show? Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't have notes that time. I Licensed under an attribution share like 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.